It's time to go around the courts with Sean Fuster on 5AA Breakfast. Speak up with Crime Stoppers, independent charity empowering you to keep your community safe, supported by Police Credit Union. Sean Fuster, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. And the biggest mystery gripping Adelaide this morning is, is that musical sting dun-dun or bong-bong or some other kind of onomatopoeia? <laughs> I, I would I would stump for dong-dong. Yeah, I think it's definitely a D sound dong, to dong. start with. You, you yeah, spell it like engine, it's donk. a bong-dong. I, I'd spell it D-O-N-K, donk-donk. Um, donk, I mean, donk. Oh, that's new. Of all, of all the com- complicated cases you've uh, been partial to, the uh, the litigation of Sean, I reckon this would be among the most uh, stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, where are you taking us as we go around the courts today? Well, I thought we'd have a discussion about a case that didn't happen. You guys were talking the other morning about the allegations of conspiracy to murder involving two teenagers and a 20-year-old man. Mm, mm. And it didn't happen. The conspiracy didn't happen, the murder didn't happen, the case didn't happen? Well, the charges were withdrawn, weren't they? They were indeed. The charge didn't happen. So this was the allegation that popped up on the weekend. You guys will remember, and, and listeners will remember because you guys discussed it the other morning. You had the 20-year-old from the western suburbs. You had two teenagers, all of whom were accused of conspiracy to murder. One of them had been arrested with a, a bladed weapon and information had been taken from their hard drives. The others had their computers seized, their electronic devices searched. They were all remanded in custody. Now, things got a bit crazy from there. At one point, SA police were saying that the 20-year-old would face court at Christie's Beach while the two youths would face the youth court. Then within an hour of the first announcement, that changed to the adult facing the Adelaide Magistrates Court instead of the Christie's Beach Magistrates Court. So things were very much in a flux from the beginning. Myself and a group of media representatives headed to the Adelaide Magistrates Court on Monday while another group headed to the youth court, obviously trying to be in two places at once. And as the afternoon wore on, we're sitting there in courtroom two, waiting, waiting, and police are getting more confused and court staff are getting more confused because no charges are coming through. And there's a rule in the Adelaide Magistrates Court that says if the charges haven't been filed by 3pm, then they're not going to be heard that day. But there's also a rule that says that you must face a bail authority within 24 hours of your arrest. So that 3pm deadline was fast creeping up and we're wondering... How are they going to get around this? Why haven't they managed to finish the charges yet? In fact, there was a major allegation of murder that happened earlier than this alleged conspiracy, and that managed to get through court before the 3pm deadline. Next thing we know, court staff are turning around and looking at us and saying, oh, sorry you guys have wasted your time. We've just been told that they've all been released without charge. So what's the explanation for it, Sean? It sounds bizarre because particularly given the gravity of what they were accused of doing. Like, it seemed, it, it's not like they're in for, you know, being questioned in relation to suspicion over jaywalking. Like, they're mm. accused of being involved in a murder plot, and then, and then like, you know, like like some Scooby-Doo episode, you know, was all some zany mix-up after all. Well, the explanation that was given by SA Police was that they took the evidence they had to the Office of the Director of Public Prosecution, which is the... the way that it's done, that's the process. And the response that they got from the office of the DPP led to them deciding to release all three without charge. Now, to be fair, one of the youths is actually remaining in custody, but that's on unrelated charges, things that are not connected to this 
once alleged, now no longer alleged conspiracy to murder. So, Well, the DPP's to- response would be based on the evidence and whether you could actually prove something, wouldn't it? That's right. The DPP's got to, by their own charter, they can only pursue cases that have a reasonable prospect of conviction. So if you put one and one together, you come up with the likelihood that the DPP's looked at the evidence and says, guys, you don't have enough to go on. You don't have enough to charge here. You may want to go away and get some more evidence. And as we've discussed both on this show and on Just Lawful, just because a charge is dropped doesn't mean it can't be relayed Mm. down the track. The only time that you lose your ability to charge someone a second time is if you actually take it all the way through to trial and lose. So right now we're living in this limbo where it's a case of, well, is there an allegation of conspiracy to murder and will we see these three be charged subsequently? Or is it a case of whatever the police thought was going on doesn't reach the high bar legally of conspiracy to murder. What does history tell us about instances where the charges aren't re-entered and uh, the, 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 the whole matter goes away? Is there a mechanism by which you can get an explanation or are you, we forever left wondering what went wrong? Well, normally we could because normally charges are dropped after someone's appeared in court for the first time. You know, therefore a file number is generated, the, what they call the information, which is the list of charges, is generated. It's all lodged with the court. Media can apply for it, read it, see what it's all about. But this on Monday happened before any of that was done. So there is no court file. Mm. There is no file number. There is no list of charges. There is nothing to actually say what this was all about. So for the first time, and I mean this, guys, I've not seen this in the 20-plus years I've been doing it, this one is a case of, sorry, we'll let you go. We didn't even make the paperwork. So it is a complete mystery what was going on and what they thought these this group had done. Totally bizarre and great explanation, Sean. Thank you, as always. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.